that's, that's how I learned to master shape-shifting. I knew my consciousness was shared collectively when sometimes I would just start vibrating differently. Sometimes quite violently, not shaking, just vibrating. Almost as if I were going to levitate again, which has only happened once. So it makes me feel a little bit less special for it. I mean, I didn't really feel special at the time. I just <laughs> accepted it, actually. It was weird, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like I was at complete and total peace and I only came down because I thought about it. I started, I'm like, should I at some point stop floating? And a quite grand, deep voice said, maybe. To which I responded silently, by the way. It is telepathy. Okay, then. Or it was something along the lines of, well, I've got to come down at some point, right? <laughs> Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> and that was one of the single greatest moments in my personal history. Because... I lost track of the world around me and began to just be. This well, it was for Sunny, or is, but I don't know if we'll ever meet again in this reality. Maybe maybe an if two things I should really stop pondering, but I am a philosopher, so I also create, craft realities from the ifs and the maybes. Dangerous. Can be. This is for Pasquale. I keep dropping his totems, actually. But, <laughs> I thought you weren't naming the luminaries. Not a luminary. Is not, is he? Okay, yeah. Now what? I don't know. These, these are meant as protection, honestly. And gifts to the luminaries who are highly conscious beings, representatives of I am actually. So just
What? Okay. What is actually happening? Well, I've been fasting all day. And I don't know the number of days that I've fasted entirely. Stopped counting out of Vichy. Certainly fucking did. That was scary. I like you. A luminary. Are you sure? Pasquale. Interesting. It is interesting. Why this sequence? Ah, uh, <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, because the heart acts as a compass. Oh shit! <laughs> oh Skittles. Oh, oh yeah, Skrillex. Shit is delicious. So now I have an entire reality crafted from fiction. Which is why I don't question any of the shit that happens, or has happened, or will happen, as long as I live, which is apparently infinite. <sighs> it is. And... It's iambic. It is iambic. I'm missing one. Not missing. This belongs to my son. Hmm. And these? I. <laughs> oh. If one day I eventually learn to procreate with myself, I mean, I'm not far off from that, <laughs> but apparently strange prophecy. This one is a strange prophecy. I am reacting. Please hold on. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Which one? I like this depiction. Oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. Wait. Interesting. Who is this? A shepherd. No names. <sighs> Shepherd or her sheep. Okay. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Fasting. And prayed. And the sun has now set. So, soon I'll be cooking. Hiatus part three. That came quickly.
Well, it had to, honestly. I'm not angry. That is something I choose not to be. Loneliness. It's a temporary feeling. And everything's temporary. Everything is everything. So, what have we? Uh, three podcast series, and they all intersect with um, I'm a writer, I think. I love being a DJ, but it is a privilege, you know. Anybody listening to be able to afford all that equipment and then afford the time to be able to practice. Maybe you're working, staying up all night, mixing. Just keep pushing forward. Don't quit. If that's your passion, one day it works out, doesn't it? I thought heaven was where you're the DJ. That's what I told my mom. I can't remember the conversation exactly. But I told her that I would never quit. Because eventually, even if I was dead and in heaven... I was on the main stage. She's hilarious. She is funny. She just gets intense. She can never remember the word for Skrillex. Never ever. Like she's like, oh, Skrillex again. I'm like, oh, and that's. <laughs> it's only because as a kid I was like, oh shit, like when this dude got famous, it's. Go see this. <laughs> yeah. Famous. Super famous. Look, it's on a billboard. Skrillex. Skrillex. Okay. My other best friend. Also a goddess. However, we all have our demons. Narcolepsy. <laughs> and uh, it's okay. We can beat this. Who gets COVID twice? That's interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. When the pandemic started, I actually wanted it. I was so devastatingly homeless. I would walk around just licking bus benches. I'm like, uh, I heard there's a deadly disease happening. Please let me get it. Please. Because, well, when it first started, I did have 
a place to live. But like I said, some people, even with good intentions, have really bad spirits. So whatever spirit was in him put me through some shit. Terrible luck with men, especially as friends, because I don't think that can exist. Once there's an attraction established and you're not putting out, but you're always around them, it gets bitter. It gets really bitter. Really bitter. Yeah, so. I became actually homeless, like right in the thick of it. And I got to experience LA as nobody really should, but as thousands do to this day. There were no gyms open. I just want to make anybody listening to this aware of the working homeless. Like, some people do have a job, two jobs. I was one of them at one point, and they still can't afford to make rent. So, there are people who live in their cars or in tents, and they use the gyms as a way um, to maintain hygiene. But there were no gyms open. And the city cut off the water. So. It was like a nightmare. Tent cities springing up even in places I'd never seen them. Everybody was being told to stay at home, but thousands of people had no home. No family to run to. Because that's, that's the first thing people will, will say. It's like, don't you have anybody you can stay with? Like, if I did, would I be in whatever situation that sparked the conversation? Because at a certain point, I learned to keep my homelessness a secret because people will then start to disrespect you in numerous ways. It's it's an effect of classism, like, oh, what did you do to deserve it? And nothing. I left an abusive relationship, and I didn't really have a family to begin with, so. What about homeless shelters? Well, how well do you sleep next to a crackhead? Have you ever been touched without your permission? Have you ever had something stolen? Homeless shelters are, I mean, honestly, this is what I did. I started to use voluntary hospitalization, claiming to have mental illness as a way to get a couple days of sleep and nutrition, although you won't often find nutrition in any place meant to cure mental illness because I don't think that's what happens there. I don't think (sighs) 
And then that's when I stopped talking because I realized that like I haven't received any of the pending payments on my case. They all come sporadically. And this is where I still believe in God, right in the nick of time usually. Or after I've been, you know, like living in my car or, you know, like some other horrible inhuman way for like weeks at a time. And then I'll get like a lump sum of money, which allows me, of course, not to get an apartment or anything. Because it's never that much. But enough to find somewhere to shower, sleep, and be a human being. At least temporarily. And I'm always writing. Unless I check myself into a hospital voluntarily just in lieu of sleeping on the streets. But that's like a special kind of torture for an artist because, well, I guess some people are dangerous. Some people really do struggle with mental illness and so the voices in their head tell them to stab people or punch or kick or something. So good luck getting a pen. But also good luck getting nutrition or sunlight or exercise, which is also part of the cure. <sighs> to a majority of mental illnesses. Exercise, sunlight, nutrition. You will more than likely not find any of those things. Hospitalize under 5150, which I've never been a 5150, but I at least know what it means because, <laughs> oh no, one of my childhood friends joined some Latina gang or something and she was like, yeah, me Vita Loca, 5150, and I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? She's like, yeah, it means I'm fucking crazy. I'm like, okay then. <laughs> but we were both crazy, and... Yeah, no, I still have some secrets. Now what happens? Well, this is hiatus part three, so <sighs> shit post everything and then leave it alone. I don't like the fact that people pretty much worship Skrillex. I mean, like he is a genius, certainly, and it is a feat of sound engineering, the collection that he's created. Sunny. But the amount of things that have happened in my realm, in my reality, been painful to say the least and they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so it has 
a lot stronger. But I'm still black. <laughs> and still not Kayla Loy. And as fat as I was, I still have a plethora of loose skin that just contributes to my misery, honestly. I can't wear a bikini or a tube top or anything. And like I said, the society is pretty much built around having a good body. And I'm fit now, but it doesn't really matter because all the time that I spent gorging, not exercising, whether or not it was due to misery, still exists. And I understand men. I understand what a trophy is. And I understand the red carpet. God, I don't know why that's burned in my mind so vividly, but I don't remember who it was. Some paparazzi or some journalist or something was like, hey, you look hungry. <laughs> Are you hungry? And that girl was like, no, but she looked hungry. Like <laughs> That was the hungriest looking person I'd ever seen after the African children that still haunt me. If you've ever been to Africa, you understand why. <sighs> Greed is evil. If you want to believe in evil, I have been through so much Skrillex. <laughs> Oh, uh, that. <sighs> Just positive thinking. Light, light, light. I am a light being. So, we hear a lot in modern music about demons. <laughs> and although they are very much below me, it is a gift to be able to see them. Yes. So now where are we? Uh, almost on hiatus. 22 minutes. Exactly one episode of... Oh, Dylan Francis. Nah, I don't want to talk about it. 